It's about time you listen to the Shenmue AM2 podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 podcast. We're your hosts, Andrew. And Matt. And we took a week off. Because we wanted to. You're not the boss of us. Don't tell us what to do. When they start paying us, they can tell us what to do. Who's they? <laughs> I don't know. Whoever listens to this. Pay us money. <laughs> uh, so we're, we took a week off. So we're doing a double episode this week. We're reviewing episode 10 and 11. So Comeback and Entangled. Mm. So, uh, how's your Easter? Oh, fine. You know, family meal, food coma, that whole thing. Ham or turkey? Uh, both. I yeah. had ham and turkey at my sister's house, and then I had some ham today, too, with uh, just some friends from college. It was great. Nice. Um, this episode, episode 10, comeback, starts out at Chen Hua's house. She's on the roof, screaming. The pro or the what is it? The poem? The poem? The prologue? No. What's the word? No. Not premonition. What's it actually? What's the actual name for it? Uh, prophecy. The prophecy. Yeah, she's <laughs> just screaming into the night. No, uh, it does start at her house. Uh, her dad's gathering his tools, and she offers to make him breakfast, and he declines. Uh, I can't wait to hit rocks. Pretty much. No, no he, time for breakfast. <laughs> he advises he has a job that he must see through. When I'm watching this, I think he knows something's about to happen. I think I got that vibe in the game, too. Even though I don't think we see him. We don't see him, no. I think just the way she was talking, like, he was acting weird, maybe, or something, before he disappeared. Yeah, now, she seems to be oblivious to this in the show. Mm-hmm. She's just like, oh, well, I'll bring you food later. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, I don't think she gets to do that. <laughs> um... Sorry, I spent all day daydreaming. <laughs> Forgot to bring it here. Your I was lunch. just saying this poem over and over and over, <laughs> and my dad just starved to death in a cave because didn't bring him any food. Uh, so it cuts back to um, the Manmo Temple. Uh, Rio leaves the temple. He meets Wong. I don't know if this is just me, but has Wong gotten taller? <laughs> from episode to episode. I didn't notice. He's almost as tall as Joy. Really? In the game, he seems much shorter. I yeah. just had that as a note here. I don't know. Yeah, like, I think he may, he might be be um, depicted as taller here in the show. I thought you meant episode to episode, but you mean from game to from Yeah, anime. well, but it, it, in my mind, it's from episode to episode, but oh. I, know, I know that can't be true, <laughs> but he's definitely taller in the show than he is in the game, I yeah, would say. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Uh, so they have a conversation, um, and Ren knows who Yuan Dezhu is, and he describes him as a legend of the underworld. Mm. And Ren kind of explains why he's still with Rio, and he says uh, he's a big score. He has big score written all over him. Still don't see how he sees that. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, even in the game, I never understood why he smelled that. <laughs> There's. Absolutely nothing. The only thing I could possibly think of is that Ren knows 
of the organization involved that Rio is trying to, you know, slam up against here. And he knows that they have money. Mm-hmm. But it's very, very evident that Rio doesn't give two shits about money. Yeah. In the game, he's out for revenge. In this, you know, they're kind of explaining that he wants answers. Wants answers, yeah. But at no point in time is just he just thinks he's diving into a big Scrooge McDuck bin like thing full of money here, Mm -hmm. and Ren just is fixated on that. (laughs) Uh, He follows Ren to Kowloon. All of a sudden, we're in Kowloon. They don't even say the word Kowloon in these two episodes, do they? They do. Oh, they do? Um, Must have missed it. But I I don't know if it's actually mentioned, but, like, it says there's, like, a... Oh, there's, like, a... Screen or whatever. Okay. Um, And we're out of Hong Kong, like... This whole episode felt like a uh, a speed run of Shenmue 2. (laughs) Yeah, it's literally, like, going at bullet train speed here. He's got, like, the cheat codes on and everything. He's just... he's He's got his game guide open, and he's just... Railroading through the game, <laughs> it, 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 it's like it's. There's not a lot of even pacing to the show, if that's a way to put it, because yeah, we had three or four episodes in a row, mm. each finding a part of the Chi Men, and then we're just literally not even overnight, just Kowloon. Yeah, finding a part of the. Uh... No explanation as to how we got there. Yeah. No bus ride. Nothing, just boop. Yeah, Kowloon. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder who's making the ultimate decision on what to cut and what to focus on and what to expand. Even is Yu Suzuki involved in that decision? I would think you would have to be. Um, so it, they show up at the Herbal Dude's place mm-hmm. in Kowloon, where you can ring the bell. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells them where to go. Uh, and I just this is what I have written down here. See the dude in the black hat that looks like Kim Coates from Sons of Anarchy. Don't know who that is. The guy that plays Tig. Don't don't know it. Oh, um, in he in, they make him look almost identical to the character in the game. He's the just the black suit that has like he has the kind of I don't want to say shaggy hair, but he has a bit more hair. Oh, I he know which sunglasses one you mean, yeah. and a mustache. Yeah. Um. When that guy tells him where to go, Ren kind of takes a look back and you, he sees that guy, like, give a, a nod to some other guy lurking in the shadows mm-hmm. and realizes that, eh, we might be in trouble. Yeah, his Ren tingle is, is, uh... His Ren tingle? <laughs> is, uh, alerting him. We get, Ren ting- we need a better name than the Ren tingle. <laughs> I just stole it from Spider-Man. I know. <laughs> also, Spider-Man No Way Home. Excellent movie. Uh-huh. Have you watched it yet? Yep. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Peter Tingle way better than Spider-Sense. Peter Tingle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Spoilers. Peter 1, Peter 2, Peter 3. <laughs> or when he's like, when they get to him, he's like, Peter 3. <laughs> Points to himself. He's like, obviously, Peter 3, whatever. Great movie. It is. Um... So they meet Donyu. Is that how we're pronouncing it? Donyu? Donyu? I, I, we should have figured this out for sure, but we'll go with that. Okay. Um, Ren busts into Savrio. He knows Donyu. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donyu beats both of them up. Mm-hmm. And you get a bit of backstory for the Yellowheads here. 
Um, I didn't write down what it was, but they I'm pretty pull- sure it's... They pulled off a, some sort of big move where they, like, assassinated some rival gang uh, in the Chinese underworld, and that helped them, like, move up a little bit, I guess. Yeah, and that was, like, ten years ago or something they referenced? Yeah, ten years ago. Um... And it, it wakes up where they're in the part where they're cuffed together in, I don't want to say a jail cell, just one of these rooms. Mm. And they, <laughs> uh, they obviously that happened first, but they do the, uh, what did they refer to it in Thor Ragnarok when him and Loki need help? I can't remember. I only saw that once. And. They're like, we'll do... It's part of their escape plan. And when they're like, Loki need... I think they call it need help. Mm -hmm. And like, we need help, we need help. And they're pretending Loki's dying. And then Thor throws Loki at them. (laughs) It's kind of what they do. Oldest trick in the book. And it always seems to work. Yeah. They, uh... They... Ren's knocking on the door. He's like, the kid's gonna die. (laughs) The guy opens up the door and they both punch him in the face. Uh They escape... And what's the first thing they do when they escape? Pee together. No. No. <laughs> they take a nap on the roof. Uh, I'm tired. Uh, I'm tired. Let's have a nap. <laughs> I'm tight tie Go go night-night. <laughs> okay, Rio. Um. <laughs> so while they're, when they wake up from their little slumber... Are you sad we didn't get the pee scene? <laughs> that, oh, I, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um... That was a fun, awkward scene in the game. <laughs> Rio, when they wake up, he's kind of explaining like who Lon D is, and Ren already knows who he is. Yeah, but this is the first time he's heard the Chiu Men mentioned by Rio. So before this, he only knew that he was involved with the Yellowheads. So he score he smelled a big score with the Yellowheads, not with the Chiu Men involvement. So I don't know. I just, I just Ren. Ren's motivation evades me. Yeah, they're not... They they kind of touch on not his motivations, but maybe his state of mind in the next episode a little bit. Yeah. Uh, which we'll get to. Um, and essentially, it cuts to them talking about Londi or something, and the idea is that the Yellowheads want to become part of the Chiyu Men, and if they can pull whatever off, they will be allowed to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Ren and Rio meet Yuan at an elevator and fighter. Him. Um, him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were waiting for me to make that mistake. Um, I even have her written down and then in my mind, like I later corrected these notes to, it, to him. <laughs> I do. Um, there ends up being a chase scene with Doing you, it's where they bust open that do- door, which is like a fire escape or an exit, mm. and there's literally nothing on the other side of it, and they have to jump to the other roof. That would be so hard to do to jump across, a, 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 like a distance across a, a crevice or something in time with another person. Like if you don't time it perfect, you're gonna yank on them in midair, which is gonna stop both of your momentum, and you're gonna fall to your death. So you have to jump perfectly in time. We can do it. <laughs> you think so? Do you have a ladder? <laughs> Up to the roof we go. <laughs> Mel, dial 91, <nine> <laughs> and when you hear us at the ground, dial 1 again. <laughs> we don't even, No, we can just jump off something to something else. We wouldn't have to... But if we fall... 
Then we need the 911. No, but we don't even... Ha- to test this theory, we don't have to be on a roof. Oh, we but that, literally... that makes it more fun. <laughs> it makes it way more dangerous. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this podcast. I ended up with a spinal cord injury. <laughs> we, we can test this theory. That's true. Um, do you have cuffs? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me go up to the bedroom. <laughs> uh, where am I in my notes here? Uh, so they do that. I call it the QTE jump, and they make it. And then there's just a note here that just says, Bonanza Bros figures on a crate. <laughs> I'm not sure where they are. I think it's Wong's boat again. Uh, and Wong essentially undoes the cuffs. Mm-hmm. And they're all there with joy. That's my note. Uh, there's a little Bonanza Bros? There's a little Bonanza Bros figure to open oh, I that didn't scene. notice. Um, they talk about how Wong can like pick handcuffs or locks or something. Uh, so... They realize that this was they were set up by the guy that works at the herbal shop. So they go back. Ren roughs him up. <laughs> he like pulls him over the counter and like s- like slides him down the countertop and onto the floor. It's pretty funny. And they talk about Huang the wiretapper. We never actually meet him, do we? In the game, either. In the we? game or the yeah, he just go to his apartment and invade his space. Yeah, pretty much. They break in. They look. He's, for on, the... he's on a hot date or something. Yeah. <laughs> he's in his own pair of handcuffs. Yeah. He's like, hey, babe, want to jump off the roof with me? <laughs> um, so they find the cassettes. We don't get the Joy Guizhang mm-hmm. uh, cassette Easter backstory egg. here. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't happen. I really wish it had of. Do they also? Uh, do they also make it seem like? It was the first cassette he tried, or or did they make it seem like time has has passed? I think they made it seem like time has passed. I don't remember seeing a montage of him like sitting and listening, but maybe, maybe did I'm they wrong. make it look like Ren was like falling asleep on the couch or something? Yeah, possibly. Um, it goes back to the Manmo Temple, and Jewing's having a flashback. Her brother says, I will, and this is verbatim, I will get my revenge even if I have to sell my soul. They will pay dearly. Mm-hmm. Rio isn't that intense <laughs> yet. No. But it's there's some genius uh, writing mm-hmm. for this episode because the very next scene, it, the tapes state that uh, Zhang is being held captive uh, Ren kind of gets cowardly about it because he doesn't want to have to deal with all these people. Mm. And then Rio says, I'll go to the ends of the earth if I have to. Mm. That scene is immediately after the scene about Jewing's brother. Yeah, but he's and not hes not going to do it for revenge, unlike her brother that we know of. But he's saying he'll go to the ends of the earth to do it, so he's really not holding anything back. Yeah, and I think it's really genius that they have those scenes back-to-back to kind of play off of one another to prove Jewing's point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on the tapes, we hear the bird shop mm-hmm. in the background, well, which is a No, huge, you just hear the bird. Or you, you hear the bird in the background. Yeah. Um, this is something that clearly, I think, was cut out of this episode because there's they're just, like, on the roof talking at... Like hiding behind a crate. No, Ren has a line. He has a line where he says, "Use your head." Well, there was a bird. Does he? Yeah. You might. Okay. You might have been writing a note. Uh, yeah, I must have missed it then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's no searching, going through. 
Yeah, they no go elevators for the nothing. rest of the episode. They go exactly where they need to to go immediately. Usually, like yeah, like it's, point to point to point to point. It's very very rapid pace of events. Yeah. Um. So while waiting for Yuan, Ren said he wants his fair share of whatever prize there is at the end of this journey. Sure, I'll give you half of my revenge. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the thing. Like, It's almost like Rio's kind of using him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, this guy's backup if I need him, but like half of killing the man who killed my father is really no money. <laughs> half of nothing is still nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's it's really weird. Um, they start stalking you on. Uh, they jump him <laughs> at the apartment and find Zhang uh, on the floor. And this plays out pretty much like it does in the game. Yes. With the, the whole closet thing and using the bird to trick him. Yes. Now, there is a talking bird here. Mm. Let's take this opportunity. Rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, he's funny. <laughs> uh, so re- they do the closet trick where... They don't hide in the closet, but they Ren gets the guy to. Um, uh, my cousin Brian just said the Streets of Rage thing. <laughs> Apparently, the uh, Streets of Rage movies in the works from the ju- the writer of John Wick and Nobody. Um, so they do the the trick where hey we're in the closet, mm. and Dunyu opens the closet. They're not in there. They kick him in, tip over the shelf thing, lock the door, and peel. And, and the bird makes fun of him while he's locked in. <laughs> yes. Uh, so then they meet up with Zhang. Zhang gives them the keys to find Yuan Deju. There's This is not how this plays out in the game at all. The, these keys are more like to open secret passages, like one after another. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a series of events as opposed to working your way through that building, finding that room where there's eight keys... Four of only which only four of which you need actually to use to put in the the little statue on the the wall <laughs> the wall there or the altar hmm. and uh, I mean this yeah it's it's just like a montage of like secret passage secret passage secret passage which really speeds it up and at the end they do meet Yuan Deju behind this hidden wall who just hangs out behind a hidden wall. <laughs> Yeah. What if it, maybe he was trapped in there and they freed him? <laughs> like he accidentally got himself locked in there. Guys, guys, <laughs> guys! I locked myself in. Who has my keys? There, there's, four, there's four of them that you, you need to use in a real specific order. There's trap doors. Yeah. Bring food. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it literally has a montage of secret passages. Uh, they find you and um, Donush shows up. Uh, Ren jumps out the window, doesn't he? Yeah, he pieces it. Yeah, he's just like, bye! <laughs> and then uh, Donu knocks Rio out the window. It's a couple things on the way down. Yeah, and lands somewhat safely. And then they come down. Uh, Donu, does he jump out the window? Yeah, he, he comes... He, falls through the awnings, which I assume break his fall a little bit, so he doesn't crush his legs. And then Rio's kind of there all dazed, and someone shows up, who's Ewing, and cut the credits. Does that happen in the game? I know you fight Don Yu here, um, it's, and, it, it's, and it's one of those fade to black fights, yeah. but, do, but does Zhu Ying show up at the end of it? I don't know. 
She must, because how else would you get out of it, I guess? <laughs> but that was episode 10. Mm. Um, breakneck pace. Yeah. Very quick, skip, s- skimming through the story. Um, I keep forgetting how many episodes there are in total. There's 13. Okay. So after episode 11, which we'll talk about here in a sec, we'll have two left. Um, yeah, it feels like uh, the next one, um, 12, will probably finish up the Kowloon Hong Kong stuff maybe yes. that might spill over in the last episode a little bit and then uh, yeah they've released the name of the 13th episode it's just it's just called Shenmue yeah. which makes me think it sounds like he just gets to the the village or maybe yeah. her house or whatever yeah it's kind of crazy when you think about it that in the game you play two full games to find out why the game's called Shenmue yeah. and you watch 13 episodes of this show. They may call it Shenmue at the end of the 12th, maybe? Mm. But yeah, you're a season into a TV show and then you find out why it's called what it's called. And even though even though we know what a Shenmue is, <laughs> uh, we still it's don't know... It's a whale at sea world, so we're all on the same page. <laughs> Shenmue, yeah. Uh, we still don't know why the video game is called that. Like, what's so important about that tree that the game deserves to be called that right we know what what a shenmue tree is but but why why is the game called named after that 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 we don't know right no and so the shenmue there's a different shenmue tree in the third one isn't there where his dad's handprints are on the bark or in the tree there, that, that is that be, also a shenmue tree i think so yeah but yeah, really weird. Mm. What'd you think of this episode? I, I just thought it went too fast. Mm. Yeah, um, getting to know like Ren and Ryo getting to know each other felt a little, a little rushed, which made it more, uh, more questionable why Ren would be helping him. I think probably for viewers who haven't played the game and don't have like a sense of his character or their relationship already, if they just see this show, they might be like. Well, who, why is this guy coming along and who is he really? We barely know him. It's. It almost seems like it's going to fit more with the way Ren's presented in Shenmue 3. Yeah. Where it's just like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> Tag along. You might see me, you might not. Yeah. I'll show up here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they're kind of streamlining him that way to make it make sense for season two. Which you heard it here first, folks. Season two announced. Did that's it? no, that's not true. <laughs> I hope it is. Um, let's let's wish that into existence. Okay, um, you said it. Now it has to happen, or you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, um, yeah. So that was episode ten. Um, before we hop into episode eleven, something really cool is happening. Uh, it's probably way more popular and recognized in Canada than it is in the United States, but Kids in the Hall is coming back. Oh, yeah. You, you excited about this? I love Kids in the Hall. Um, it's a little before my time, but... Uh, it was on um, reruns on the Comedy Channel all the time, right? Yeah. Um, I have a friend that's super into this show, and it's nice seeing other people get their Shenmue 3. <laughs> yeah. If you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's... Just it warms my heart that like seeing people that are so excited about something. Did you watch the trailer? I did. Yeah, yeah. I like how it opens with 
them being exhumed from the grave they were buried in in the very very last sketch of night the 19 see, 1995 final season see i didn't know that's it was related to that i thought but like even if they if even if that didn't happen <laughs> it still makes sense yeah for this new trailer um, and I, I did you watch superstore uh, i've seen just a couple episodes i know mark mckinney's in it yeah he he played like that's who i'm most familiar from this show and like he, him playing Glenn was absolutely great in that show, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's nice seeing other people get their their Shenmue three. Yep. Okay, and now the next episode, episode eleven, Entangled. You didn't question why the other one was called Comeback, like you've been questioning all these names. I think it's evident. Why? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. Uh, so this one. Entitled, entangled. Uh, just, so it's just because he's getting more and more entangled with the Chinese underworld, I guess. That's genius. We'll go with that. <laughs> We're going with that. All these stories are getting entangled with each other. Uh, that's a great. Uh, I just want to share a hilariously stupid aha moment <laughs> that I had a couple weeks ago. Kay. Just playing Streets of Rage. Uh, I think I was playing Streets of Rage four, hmm. and my wife was there playing Animal Crossing. I think. In the first level of Streets of Rage 2. And I don't, I'm assuming everyone else has caught on to this. Go straight? Yeah, but right before you go into the bar and you fight the guy with the knife, mm-hmm. what's his name? Oh, I don't remember. His name's Jack. And he has a knife, Jack, Jack knife. And I never put that together <laughs> before. I mean, <laughs> and my wife's just looking at me. She's like, that seems kind of obvious now that you mention it. I'm like, yeah, no. It Never is. got that. It is. All right. Uh, what so. is a jackknife <laughs> compared to a knife? It's one that folds out, I think, technically. Mm, that's, a, that's a butterfly knife that folds out. Switchblade. No, a jackknife, the whole blade folds out one way. Oh. A butterfly knife, the handle comes together right. to make... If only there was some way to know. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well we're going to have a new podcast just talking about different types of knives. Yeah. Jackknife powerbomb. <laughs> All right, so episode 11, Entangled, starts out uh, literally where the last episode uh, ended, mm-hmm. with Zhuing showing up to kind of save Rio's ass, Dune is yelling at her, um, he has his thugs like, get rid of her, blah, blah, blah. She obviously destroys the thugs. And There's him. this weird thing going on with her eyes too like mm-hmm. her you know how her body like does the tracing yeah her eyes are doing it even more than the rest of her body mm. uh, it's a cool effect it makes it look really interesting yeah a piercing gaze I'm not sure yeah I'm not sure what it represents but I like it um is it an actual power of some sort she's Cyclops yeah <laughs> I could optic blast you right now but I won't even though that's impossible for, for her to be Cyclops, because no, Cyclops has two eyes. Why is he called Cyclops? Because it's he's one got laser. One visor. That's stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> uh, now, while this fight scene, as we'll call it, is happening between Do New and Jewing, upstairs, back in that window that everyone jumped out of, uh, there's Yuan and Yuan Deju and a couple thugs too. Mm-hmm. And one of the thugs takes. A shot at Yuan Deju, and he, like, smacks him with the cane, and then you... Smacks them both with the cane. And then Yuan slices the cane in half with her knife. 
And, like, he's about to put up a fight, and she just kind of puts the knife to his neck or something. Mm-hmm. And he kind of has to give it, up. Could a knife slash a cane in half? Maybe it was, like, a licorice cane. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to have to do, like, a Shenmue Mythbusters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, if Matt's holding a cane, and Andrew's holding a knife, and then their other hands are handcuffed together, and they're jumping <laughs> off a roof... <laughs> All right, uh, so Zhuang dispatches everyone, and then Rio just kind of like, his eye quivers a bit, and he's like, ugh, and he just tips over. Yeah, I'm bleeding internally. <laughs> Wakes up in the church, just like he does in the game. Um, convent, or yeah, or it's, orphanage, or is it? Yeah, it's, they refer to it as a convent in the in the game. The, the It's actually just in one of the buildings in Kowloon, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. not its own separate like structure or anything. Yeah, it's like on a random floor in a random room, I think. Yeah. It's like you're in this it's, very samey looking building, then all of a sudden you're in like this completely different looking location it's within it. almost like how hospitals have a little chapel in them. Yeah. This is kind of the vibe I get off of it. Mm. Um, Zhuang's kind of explaining in the church how her brother was seeking revenge and she doesn't want Rio to make that same mistake. Uh, they spar in this church. He, he just kind of gets up to leave. Mm. And she's like, fight me. And he just turns around and just bow right in the kisser, drops her, done, just leaves. No, that doesn't happen. Um, it's almost like she teaches him a move, kind of. I think she does after they cut away. Yeah. And she talks about him how this move will kind of help him be in a better mental state Somehow. of not I think she thinks he's unstable hmm. and I don't think he is unstable I think she's really fixated on her brother and just thinking they're the exact identical she's projecting <laughs> yeah projecting is the best projecting her fears onto him I don't know I think I think Rio even without all the guidance he's been getting I think he's too kind hearted to ever go down a really dark path. Like, he always seems to do the right thing, right? And help people and be kind. Unless you're a, a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. I, like, even without all the advice from, like, well-wishers and uh, and people who... And allies, I don't think Rio would turn out to be, like, some, you know, gang leader. <laughs> like, underground criminal murderer. He, he knows when to pull his punches, too. Like... Mm. When he's outclassing someone in a fight, he never takes it too far. Mm-hmm. And we get to see that from, like, the fourth wall perspective. She doesn't see that in him. Yeah. And it's kind of a... It's this weird contrast between viewer, her, and then Rio mm-hmm. in the center. Um, it cuts to a scene between uh, Dunyu and Yuan... And just essentially saying that they don't want any trouble when uh, the handover of Yuan Dezhu happens to La Di. Mm-hmm. And kind of, hey, let's keep tabs on on the people that are interfering in this. Ren, the Japanese... I think they just refer to Rio as the Japanese kid. Or the Japanese guy. Yeah. Um, it cuts back to Rio's hide... Or Ren's hideout, excuse me. Uh, Wong shows up with Joy. Joy's kind of in the dark at this point. In the storyline, she somewhat knows that, like, Rio is there with a purpose, but doesn't necessarily know what it is. Yeah. Uh, She kind of gets upset about that, too. 
and makes them kind of spill the beans, mm-hmm. to, which, for lack of a better term, seems to take all night. It does, yeah. There's a little, there's a window, and you see it like, whoo. <laughs> they literally animate. It's like the the sun from uh, Teletubbies just goes by or whatever. <laughs> Tinky Winky is the leader of the Chief Men. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so they're talking about ways to get into the Yellowhead Building, um, and Zhang says, "You know, it's a guy. He's like, I got a guy." I got a guy that gets you in the Yellowhead building. Mm-hmm. So, Rio and Ren go there. Go to a dark room. Yep. And... Do another QTE. Pr- yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> it's another QTE scene. And Rio kind of le- learns another lesson here. He has a flashback about his dad saying, You're not enough. He flashes back about uh, Master Mo. And then, you know, he blocks the incoming... Strike. Uh, they do a great, like, I think they did a good job on this of how it looks in the game. Circling around him kind of thing? Yeah, and Rio kind of going to the left, going to the right, going to the center. Did he have that green aura around him? In the yeah, game? there is like that fog in the game too. Hmm. Uh, I just, it was great. Something that kind of sucks though, compared to the game, is in the game, spoiler, this is the guy you meet on Dragon Street. That's He's the, the visually impaired fella. Like, literally the first guy you run into off the boat who's like asking for money and playing his, his loot or whatever. <laughs> no, it's not that guy. Not that guy? Okay. No, it's, it's a guy on Dragon Street. Dragon Street. The first person when you get to Kowloon. That little road going to Kowloon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's none of that backstory is here. Mm. Uh, he does mention that he knows Rio's dad and that they used to... Um, shared techniques and all that, and that you have that conversation in the game. Mm-hmm. But uh, it would have been nice to just see a little more of his backstory. But again, at the pace we're going, we're not going to get into okay. that stuff. We'll introduce Eileen uh, and then uh, leave her behind two seconds later. But we won't do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so they they get into what appears to be like the basement of the Yellowhead Building, or they're about to. And Rio doesn't want Ren to come with them. He and Ren's offended by this. Rio does have a little bit of a nice moment here where he's like, You've done more for me than I could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. And Re- Ren's just like, I still want money. <laughs> uh, we have an unnecessary flashback um, to back in the dark room where they talk, they set, or yeah, they set up the uh, street fights. Street fights. We could have just had this scene in the room. 30 seconds ago. Yeah, like, I when Matt and I watched this episode together, I was making notes, and I specifically, I'm like, did it, what did I miss? <laughs> and Matt had already watched this episode, and he's like, oh, well, you, you we're gonna find out, and I'm like, what? And then we have the flashback of something that we didn't see, but literally happened immediately prior. Yeah. It was very weird. Weird choice. So we have uh, our first street fight, where this is... Is this the fella that you're not supposed to be able to catch? I think so. Uh, just the fast guy? Yeah, and Rio just clobbers him Uses immediately. his new special move that he learned. Yeah, it takes him down. He doesn't need the swallow tail, dive, swallow, dive, tail <laughs> kick thing anymore. Um, then we immediately have another unnecessary flashback. Mm. Um, this is Joy talking to Ren. 
and Ren re- remembering what just happened where he got told to buzz off. <laughs> yeah, it's enjoys asking him why he's doing this. And this is this is a scene that doesn't happen in the game. No, in a, in a location that's not in the game, I think. Yeah, it's 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 not in the game either. It's a very pretty location. Uh, yeah, the the scenery behind Ren in it is is really nice. But I appreciate this scene between the two of them getting something uh, something new, a little bit more. I, I feel like it's trying to provide insight into Ren's motivation. I'm not sure if it succeeds. She mentioned something about him wishing he could be like Rio. That's how she she's seeing him. She's assuming that about him. She's probably right, considering how he uh, reacts. But Now, do you also think that Rio's trying to be a little bit more like Ren, too? Where he needs to... He knows he's maybe too nice of a guy and needs a little more edginess to him? I don't know if he's trying to be like Ren, or if he just realizes that Ren is useful. <laughs> I'm not sure if he could be like that even if he tried <laughs> no I, I don't mean like full blown like I think he's adopt I think they're both adopting some of each other's traits a little bit mm. um, but what something that you mentioned it like it's providing insight into into Ren in the game you don't really get to see any interactions between characters what? not involving Rio yeah that doesn't really happen the only real one you kind of get <clears throat> Is that Joy Guizhang conversation on the tapes? Yeah. Um, yeah, I like these added scenes when we get them. And it, it's nice that... I guess that might be why they do have to cut some stuff out, is to make time and space for these. Mm. Which is a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Because in my mind, I can fill those in from playing the games, right? Yeah. And if you've never played the games you don't necessarily know what you're missing. Does that make sense? Yeah. I wonder if this still feels like it's moving too fast for people who haven't played the game. Like, we know we're missing a bunch of stuff, but, yeah, nobody else would unless they played the game. So do they get that sense of, whoa, this is moving real fast? I would be very interested to see if we could find someone after this season has concluded and have and have someone on the podcast that has not watched or played the game but mm. watched the anime and is willing to chat with us about it and get their thoughts on it as a TV show but also as telling this story that they have no they might know what Shenmue is that it was a game and you know didn't really have a conclusion but don't know any of the ins and outs of the actual story. Yeah, it'd be great to get someone's perspective on that. Maybe we'll we can look at on the dojo or something for someone that. I doubt any of those people are on the dojo. We'd probably have to look on like Reddit or something. <laughs> yeah, we'll reach out. We'll, we'll yeah. we can try to make that happen. Crunchyroll Reddit. <laughs> um, I'm sure there one exists. So it cuts to a Joy and Wong chat. Um, and it's essentially Wong kind of been like, we need to help these guys. And Joy's kind of s- timid. She's, she's timid, been scared. Yeah, she's been like her. Uh, the back of her neck goes up every time somebody mentions the Yellowheads. And this is where we find out why. Or uh, momentarily, we do. Momentarily, we do. Um, yeah. So Joy has a shot, a flashback of. It's kind of just her looking at a dead body, mm. uh, and th- there's really no explanation around it. It's just flashback of, and I mean, you can probably put two and two together that she's scared of the yellowheads, looking at a dead body. Mm-hmm. There's obviously a negative experience in there. 
Um, then we meet the scout. Um, they say his name in the in the show. I, it's escaping me at the moment. Yeah, it's not stuck in my head. <laughs> I don't know it. And uh, this is a way of getting into the. Um, so it's cutting back and forth here. So when it cuts back to the when you meet the scout, this is just after Rio has defeated that first street fighter. Um, he essentially gives him the picture of Greg Moore. Says me, he's like, meet me tomorrow wherever. Um, I want you to fight this guy. Now these fights do not take place in the same areas of Kowloon as they do in the game, mm. which that, that I'm fine with that. But something that does happen is when you go to fight Greg Moore, there's another fight that's already finishing up and it's Baihu. Hmm. That doesn't happen in the game. That does not happen in the game. You do not meet him till you're at the bottom of that <laughs> uh, big ox building to fight him. Hmm. Uh, to uh, Essentially, you're rescuing Joy at that point in time in the game, are you not? Yeah, yeah. Um, I like this, introducing him before then, because when he shows up in the game out of nowhere and he looks so weird, you're like, whoa. <laughs> He's another character... He's almost the Chai of, of Shenmue 2. You're like, like, what's with this ensemble, this <laughs> very elaborate getup? Mm-hmm. You're fighting in the basement of a dingy old building. You look like, like you came out of a different video game, my friend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all the underground fighting, by the end of the episode, you think we're done with that? Did we completely skip over Chunyan? She's not going to show up? They could rearrange it so you encounter them on your way to Baihu. But why would he stop to fight them and, and enter a, a sanctioned match for money? <laughs> but it might not be about money or something. You might just literally, like, she might be a gatekeeper type idea. Could be. Um, I, I have a feeling they're going to skip it. Skip all the fights we didn't see. You're probably right. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's one of the more interesting ones because there's... There's the street fights that you have with, like, fighting the guy with one eye, fighting the three guys where each one's harder than the last one, the guy where you need to not get, um, uh, gr- like, latched onto or thrown, uh, the one where you need to catch the guy. Then you have those three separate ones against Gragmore, Chen Yin, and... Some other guy. Uh, the guy with the afro. Hmm. Um, those th- fights are the ones that you get the, the almost like postcards of yeah. from the scout. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I would have never even put that together until you C- mentioned it. Considering Ren takes the scout out, I think we're done with the underground fighting ring. Yeah. Um, we forgot to mention uh, at one point, Yuan is talking about um, Zhu Ying, and he casually mentions, uh, is, is she the daughter of Chun, I think? He said Chun? Yeah, it was like C-H-U-N. Yeah. And when I read it, I read it as Chen. Like, do they think he's ma- she's oh. Master Chen's daughter? But it's not. It's Chun. So yeah. Is this I- another backstory we're getting uh, fleshed out? Well, if Chun is her father, we'll assume, mm. uh, and her parents are killed, then it's they're, you know, dropping some breadcrumbs for us, mm. which I would absolutely love because... We obviously didn't get any of that in Shenmue 3. Yeah. Which would be really... Uh, I want this inner, intertangled, um, you want it all intertwined the- stories of 
how all of this comes together. You want it all opened up and revealed how all this fits together? I do. Yeah. And I think we're going to get that in season two confirmed right here on the Shenmue Empty Podcast. Speaking of, I don't know if we're at that point, but uh, yeah, it's revealed that Joy's mother was part of the crime family that the Yellowheads assassinated and she lost her mother to them. So that's brand new backstory for her, right? That is brand new backstory. There's definitely, when you play through Shenmue 2, people fear Joy. Mm. Like, she oh, yeah. definitely this, has this past or... This might be why. This, this could explain why. It's, yeah, there, and th- that's something that kind of, when you get to the end of Shenmue 2, and Joy's long gone at this point in time, uh, that's a, a, a question mark that's still never answered. Mm. And this this show is a great opportunity to to dig in deep to that that's that lore that we just never got. Yep. Um, and probably was in, we were intended to get because Joy was going to show up in Shenmue Online, so we probably would have got it there somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm loving those little 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 bits of stuff. Yeah. Um, so you go fight Greg Moore. It's just like the other street fight. You beat him immediately. You do, or Rio does? <laughs> Rio does. I personally fought Greg Moore. Um, you get another note from the scout, and then you encounter Ren having a friggin' tantrum. Because he lost money. Because he lost money because he bet against you, which you do have that that in the game. Mm-hmm. Um. Dunyu, and then we cut to a scene with Dunyu and Yuan chatting about Londi arriving. Um, that that there's really not a whole lot to talk about there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we cut to Guilin, and we see Shenhua, and she's just, she forgot to feed her dad. Now he's dead. <laughs> the end. No, she, yeah. Um, she sees some uh, sketches on the table of of the uh, the giant mirrors. Do we know they're giant at that point in time? I guess not. Because they could just be the sketches of the mirrors. I'm sure if she looks close, there's like little measurements and <laughs> numbers and stuff. I don't... I I want to know more about that sketch. I want to know where it came from, why he has it. Did he just make those? <laughs> I'm very interested in that, that aspect of it. I want to know more about her dad... Uh, which we barely get in Shenmue 3. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, then we we learn about Joy's mom being killed. Okay. Um, it shows her standing in a cemetery, and she has a flashback, and we it's the same flashback that we've seen. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought it was Joy in the first one, but then you see it from the other side, and you see her face, yeah. uh, Joy as a child, and it's been that about 10 years age-wise, like, it, it fills that time frame in. Then, we actually see the leader of the Chiyu men. Cool Z. Z. Matt just admitted it on tape. <laughs> cool in the gang. <laughs> cool, cool. Cool Z, Sam and Larry. Um, they're asking Wong to find another mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they did with Rio. They're gonna scam him. And I think Wong is growing up very quickly. And realizing he might not need to do these things anymore. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be want want to be associated with this. But then he goes to like a mall or a hotel or something, and he, he looks like he's actually going to do it. Hmm. And he overhears a conversation between kind of the main thug in the in 
from the mall. From the mall. And a black suit. And a black suit saying that they're uh, they're keeping tabs on, on Ren, which we've seen. They keep showing the same thug. Everywhere Ren goes, he's literally lurking in the <laughs> shadows. Yeah. And they show it like three or four times. Wong uh, overhears the conversation and panics. Blurts something out. Right yeah, he, he literally panics. And then these two guys are like, what? And they see him and they chase him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he runs past Cool Z and Larry and Sam and they don't help him. <laughs> no, but Matt noticed something very important. <laughs> There's no music coming out of that boombox, but he's still carrying it. <laughs> Maybe his batteries died. Who knows? Maybe. Has there ever been music anytime we've seen him? I don't think so. <laughs> Somebody do a, a fan edit of the show and put that music back in. Hey you. <laughs> uh, so uh, the goon chases. He literally chases Wong right by Sam, Larry, and Cool Z. They don't even stick a foot out to trip him or anything. There's three of them. They could take that guy. Yeah, easy. They could just throw the boombox right at his face. <laughs> well, like like cool Rio getting that. hit with that fire extinguisher in Shenmue 3. Just <laughs> Cor- thunk, right, right in the snow. Ow, the corner. <laughs> uh, so we cut away from this scene momentarily, and it shows the scout leading to that like locked door in the basement of the Yellowhead building. Which is where you go to fight... Um, Behan, not Behan. By who? By who? <laughs> no, you fight Be- by who in the Behan is Sub Zero. <laughs> <laughs> you fight him in the bottom of the big ox building. But in the game, this is the scene. Like, doesn't Wong unlock the door? Because you're like in the sewery basement area. Yeah, because she's already kidnapped at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, the scout leads you there. Rio kind of thanks him almost mm. and then Ren just like sucker punches him <laughs> puts a knife to his face and was like where do you keep hostages yeah so he like says like 17th floor mm. they go first of all they, he uses the walkie talkie to uh, uh, send all the guards to some other floor the 5th floor or something yeah he's always he's always uh, using his tricks using his brain that that little scamp yep uh, so it cuts away from that scene, and we see Wong running from this goon still, and Joy's going by on her motorcycle, and he literally hops on the back and was like, get me the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, so she does help him escape, and then it goes back to Ren and Rio in this room on the 17th floor. They take in one elevator, one elevator by the looks of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, to this room and they go in and it's just an empty room with like a table mm-hmm. and they're like uh oh I'm getting confused by the timeline so does this mean they don't have to fight uh what did you just say his name was by who by who they don't have to fight E Honda they don't have to fight Scorpion <laughs> they don't have to fight um uh Dural Dural yeah is the is uh is Joy not gonna get kidnapped in this like what I think she may, because that we don't know if she actually gets away from that goon. I'm assuming she does, because she's on a motorcycle, she's yeah. on foot, but yeah. who knows. Uh, so then we hear Dunyu come, like, barreling down the hallway. And this none of this happens in the game, right? Them going to a room, assuming they're going to find Yuan Deju, and it was a setup, and they're cornered yet again. I don't think it does. Yeah, so this is... Potentially, next episode is going to be very different. 
potentially from yeah. from the game. And this is where this episode ends. Mm. Um, it's just episode with them being like, uh oh, and they're kind of cornered. And the room is very, very claustrophobic. It's a small looking room. Well, they're out of the room and back in the hallway, but it looks like the hallway ends right yeah. behind them. Yeah, they're they're stuck. It's a uh oh moment. Yeah. And uh, that's episode eleven. Mm. So we have two episodes left for the season. Um, this one didn't seem to rush through as much stuff as the previous episode. No. Gave us some expanded scenes with characters and backstories. Yeah, the the joy thing is is really interesting. Um, I And I assume that they're going to continue to tell this story hmm. um, and see how Ren evolves, if he's any different than he is in the game, um, how this is going to end, because it does look like you're fighting Londi on that rooftop as opposed to just him being flown away on the helicopter. What, so you think they're going to fight? What? It shows them fighting on the rooftop in the trailer. Really? Yeah. Um, the trailer from the, the season at the beginning? Or, yeah. Or like the, okay. So they're, these two episodes, I think, are really important. We'll try to make sure we do these two as individual episodes. We just had some scheduling stuff going on, and I wasn't feeling the best. Um, and I didn't want to poop myself during this podcast. <laughs> That's really what it boiled down to. For once, you didn't want to poop yourself. <laughs> the other ones, the mess I leave here every time for Matt and Mel to clean up. <laughs> um, yeah, so please comment on this. You know, we want to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Um, ring that bell for notifications. Shenmue Aim to Pod on Twitter. Um, Shenmue Aim to Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook. We're on the dojo. Um, yeah. If you've never played the games and you're listening to this and you're watching the anime, let us know. Yeah. That one person. That one. And you're willing to chat about it on a podcast. Yeah. Um, yes. Other than that, the only other Shenmue news is if you ordered that huge bundle from Limited Run that had the records in it and the special limited edition that has all the DLC with the all that stuff, that's starting to ship out soon from Limited Run. So... That's finally going to be... I think that's going to be the last Shenmue 3 thing I get. Nice. Which, I don't know. Interesting. It's still been such a long journey. Shenmue 4 rumors are out there. Yes, yes. How have we not talked about this? <laughs> have they been debunked yet? No. No? They're still, still it's, going? What's the name of the company? It's like... 101 Games or something? Or 110 Games, what, 101. Yeah, 110. It's a number. And they just kind of... Someone... How did it come about? I don't know. <laughs> someone I someone been said something it. about Shenmue 4, and they're like, well... Yeah, I haven't been reading it because uh, I don't want to get my hopes up. So I'm just... Until it's confirmed, uh, meh. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's not happening. <laughs> Always a pessimist. Yeah. Realist. Realist. <laughs> no. How, how can it be realist? You didn't think we were getting Shenmue 3. You didn't think we were getting Shenmue 1 2 HD. All of those things exist now. Remember yeah. when we talked about getting kids in the hall back? <laughs> you've gotten your... You've gotten everything you've wanted. You've gotten your... What's that show? Twin Peaks. And is it because I didn't expect it? Maybe. God oh, damn it. I never, <laughs> I never took that angle. <laughs> well, you better not want Streets of Rage 5. You I don't. Me. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a new Golden Axe? No. What Hell about... No. Did you ever play Rocket Knight Adventures? Yeah. Did you like that one? That's another For one. For you, you don't want. I don't want that. Okay. <laughs> 
We better not win the lottery. That's something you do. I'm the opposite of Michael Huber. Everything he wants happens. Everything, <laughs> everything I don't expect to happen happens. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's this episode. All the social media stuff. We'd like to thank our sponsor this week, the Yellowhead Building. Now, with regular working elevators, you don't have to take 18 different elevators to make it to the 17th floor. Sweet! Bye! Bye! We'd like to thank our sponsor this week as well, the Yellowhead Building. Yellowhead. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs>